Hey babe, welcome to the Fit-ish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Brittany. I'm a mom of four and I'm on a mission to help moms find ways to twist health and fitness into the chaos of motherhood. After losing 180 pounds of baby weight and overcoming postpartum depression, I fell in love with helping women overcome societal norms while creating a path for themselves. I am here to tell you everything you need to know about building the body and life of your dreams, all with kids in tow. Grab your coffee because I know you need it and let's dive in. Before I start this episode, I do want to have a trigger warning, I guess. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about postpartum depression and some of the information that comes along with this can be triggering to people who do suffer from a PPD, postpartum anxiety, um, other, you know, mental illnesses and things like that. So if you do find this triggering, please stop. Do not listen. Um, but there are so many things that, you know, ugh, it's just, I don't even know where to start, right? Um, postpartum depression is something that is near and dear to my heart because it is something that I struggle with. It is something that I've been dealing with for, gosh, like, at least four years now. Um, And I don't want to just talk about postpartum depression from like a clinical standpoint, because we all know what postpartum depression is. Um, It's just depression suffered by a mother following, um, you know, pregnancy, birth, right? But the thing is, is like, that is just so like surface level. It doesn't even begin to really Put a definition um, to what moms with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, for that matter, um, experience on a day-to-day basis. And I knew what postpartum depression was before I was diagnosed, but I really had no idea how intricate, how mischievous, if you will, um, and unknown it it actually was. And I just don't feel like we as moms are really prepared for what that looks like. And I definitely don't think that our partners understand either. And so this is an episode that is not just for moms, right? Not for people who are suffering from PPD or PPA, but this is for people who have friends that are moms or your partner is a mom, right? And this can also happen to dads. So it is not just women that can experience postpartum depression um, and postpartum anxiety. So it's there just needs to be more education and information on the actual day-to-day symptoms and feelings and signs, right? Not just, you know, here's this piece of paper and we're going to circle some numbers and, you know, depending on what you write, like, no, that is not good enough. Um, we as a society need to do more for our moms and our parents. And so this is just one way of kind of contributing and just bringing out just more information. There's really no other, there's no like catchy way to say it. So, um, so for me, right, like I got postpartum depression during, during, I want you guys to hear that, right? Because this is a big, flag for me. Um, I had postpartum depression during my third pregnancy. Now, I did not seek help until I was six months postpartum um, with my third pregnancy. And so I did not realize during till like afterwards that I was depressed during my pregnancy. So that is called perinatal um, depression. 
And so I thought, I remember too, like I remember Googling, can you be depressed while you're pregnant? Can you get postpartum depression while you're pregnant? And I was like, no, like that doesn't make sense. Um, it just, you know, right? Because there's just, again, there's not enough information out there to explain to moms that like this can happen, right? And this is what that feels like. Um, I thought for me, like the feelings that I was having, I thought they were related to gender disappointment because we had two boys and, you know, of course we wanted a girl. Um, and so when we found out that our third was a boy, right, like, of course I was a little bit sad because we didn't know if we were going to have more kids. Um, and I love, I love my third son. He is like the coolest freaking kid in the whole wide world. But you know, I thought that a lot of my sadness and my angst and my just like, oh, like I didn't want to get out of bed, right? Like I thought all of that was due to that and just normal pregnancy symptoms. And once I was on the upper end of my postpartum depression, I realized that those feelings um, were not normal and that that was a part of the perinatal depression that I was feeling. So, um, Okay, so we all know what postpartum depression is, right? And a lot of times people are like, oh, it's like the baby blues. Um, it is much different than the baby blues because the baby blues, you know, we experience for the first maybe a few days. Some people it's about two weeks. And after that, it tends to dissipate. So postpartum depression um, is can happen at any time after giving birth. Um, I have talked to many people on social media and some people did not realize they had postpartum depression until they were years after having kids. Um, postpartum depression can also last for years after having your baby and it can turn into regular old depression, right? So I am technically I'm two years postpartum with my fourth, um, four years postpartum with my third, and I still very much have postpartum depression. Um, I have days where it's super easy and I have days where it's super hard. But just because you don't get it right after you have your baby does not mean that you don't have it or you can't get it, right? So that was one big misconception um, that I did not know. Like I thought if I didn't get it right after I had the baby, um, and my first baby, right, it, then I was good. I didn't need to worry about it. And so you can get postpartum depression after any pregnancy at any given time. Okay, so if you're like, well, I'm, you know, nine months postpartum and I feel this way, could this be postpartum depression? It could, right, depending on what other symptoms you're feeling. Um, so it's not just a right now, this is it, right? There are other times um, along your postpartum journey where you can still feel and experience postpartum depression. Um, another big red flag for me was that I thought because I didn't have it my first time that I could never get it, which is a load of poopy, right? Like you can get it at any single time you are pregnant and or have a baby. So just because you didn't get it your first time or your second time doesn't mean you might not get it your third or fourth time, okay? So be mindful of that. That is super important to know because you might, again, you might think, oh, like, you know, maybe this is normal or I'm just really tired because I have other kids and I have this baby, which yes, that is normal, right? But if you're having those depression symptoms, um, which in general terms could be insomnia, difficulty bonding with your baby, 
Um, some people have loss of appetite. Some people have um, a ton of binging. We have lots of irritability, which we've seen a lot in, you know, social media and stuff. It's called postpartum rage, which for me was a big red flag. Um, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but those are usually like the top symptoms. Now, those are not the only symptoms though. So this is where it's important to really do gut checks with yourself and see how am I feeling, okay? Um, a big red flag for me, right, was that I would look at my baby and I loved my baby, but at the same time, I was so endlessly sad. It was like there was a dark hole and no matter what I did, nothing could fill that up. It just... And if you've never experienced this, you might be like, oh my God, like how, how could you look at this beautiful life and, and feel that way? And first, let me tell you, be glad that <laughs> you don't know what that feels like. Um, but you know, you just, you want to be so happy, but it's like the feelings just aren't there. Like you almost go into this sense of panic. And for me, this happened a lot at night um, because you know, I had two other kids that were not sleeping and then you add in this baby who also has to eat all night. And so like when nighttime came, forget it. Cause I knew I was gonna be up all night and lack of sleep for me is a big trigger for my PPD. So if I do not sleep, and this actually happened to me last week, um, if I don't get good sleep, then my PPD is gonna like intensify like tenfold um, and it gets really bad. So, you know, having this newborn baby that I'm trying to take care of and two other kids that don't sleep, um, like I would literally just go into fight or flight as soon as nighttime came and it was just, again, you're in this black hole and you just don't see how, you know, things are ever going to get better. Um, and you know, another big thing too, is that like, I didn't want to ask for help. So when people would ask, Hey, like, how are you doing? Like, what's, what's going on? How's the baby? It was oh, you know, like, I'm fine. Everything's great. I feel so awesome. Um, and if you were to scroll back through my social media, that is what you would see. You would see a very happy postpartum mom. I was working out. I was losing weight. Everything was so great. Um, but in reality, like, I felt like I was drowning. Um, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to tell anything, anybody about it. So I just kind of squished it in. I, I just didn't say anything. Um, and it's really funny because to me, I did a really good job at hiding it at the time. And now I look back and I'm like, girl... No, <laughs> I did a terrible job. Um, and it, I mean, I'm glad it was terrible, right? Because people were able to notice. My friends were able to notice my husband. Um, my mom was staying with me at the time. She was able to notice. So, you know, you think that you might be covering it up. And some people are really great, right? They like might genuinely be able to hide it. Um, but a lot of times people can see it more than you think they can. And so it felt yucky to like talk about it. It just didn't feel good. Um, and so I personally like hit it under a rock. I didn't really talk about it. It took me nine months to admit that I had postpartum depression. Um, and that was, and I went on medication. So you add in like all of the stigma from medication and I was just like, oh, like it just felt like, a lot. I felt like a bad mom because I couldn't just take care of my kids and I had all these, you know, negative feelings and it just, it doesn't feel good. Right. But I also want you to know that like, it's okay. Right. Like it's okay because it's not, 
I don't want to say it's not you, but like, that's not you, right? That is the postpartum de- depression talking, right? Like I almost look at like PPD Brittany is not, is not like the real Brittany, right? Like they're two very different people. I am, it's two very different personalities. Um, and so like, I want you to know that like when you come out, it will be okay and it will be, it will be better. So um, another thing that, and some of this stuff is stuff I've experienced, but it's also stuff that um, other moms have shared with me, right? Because everybody has different experiences. But again, like these are the things that the doctors do not talk about. So if you don't, if you've not lived this, or if you've not seen this, like you would not think about these things, right? Like they would not come up in your mind. Um, But, you know, another one, again, is, like, that constant, like, panic. Like, I felt like I had to be on top of everything 24-7. I could not sit down. I could not stop moving because if I did, right, then, again, either I would fade into the darkness or, like, my – I don't usually have anxiety, but in that that state, I, I do. And so, like, the anxiety would kick up. And then, you know, things that I loved, I didn't love anymore. I didn't enjoy – working out. I didn't enjoy going out with my friends. Like I didn't want to do any of those things. Um, I forced myself to because I had kids I had to take care of. My husband was in the military. He was gone a lot. Like we were overseas. I had no choice. I didn't, I couldn't just stay. I had to keep going. Right. But once I, I was scared to stop, I was scared to stop moving because I knew again, that if I did, it would, I felt like it would swallow me whole. Like I wouldn't be able to see, um, any way out. And that is right. If you've never felt that, like, or if you have, like, you know, like that is really scary, right? Like it, how am I supposed to pull myself out? Right. Like, or how am I supposed to take care of all of these kids that I love so dearly when like, I can't even barely like open my eyeballs. Um, it doesn't feel good. Right. For me, the biggest, biggest red flag was the postpartum rage. So if you don't know me personally, I'm a very calm and very kind and mellow human. So for me to like lose my poop is very abnormal. Um, I don't really get too loud very often. I don't get irritated. Like conflict is just not... I don't like it, so I will go out of my way, right, to not get in trouble or to not cause fights, right? Like, I was that kid. Um, But I was constantly angry, so angry, Um, and I would, oh, I was yelling at my kids a lot. I had no patience. I was very rude to my husband, Um, and again, like, that is not me, and I remember distinctly there was, like, this one moment. um, I don't even know what he did, right, but my oldest, he was only, what, like, five maybe at the time. Um, I don't even know what happened, but I just remember losing it, totally and utterly losing it and then afterwards I was just like what in what just happened who was that person right like that is not who I am um and for me like that was the moment where I like called the doctor and um and said hey listen I think I have postpartum depression which by the way that phone call was the hardest phone call I have ever made in my entire life, right? Like my heart was racing. I felt super anxious. I almost felt stupid um, even saying it like, hey, you know, um, to this man that I've literally never met in my whole life. Um, Because, you know, you go to the pediatrician 
and they make you fill out the paper. Like I would just circle all the numbers that I knew would like get me out of there as fast as I could. Um, with my last pregnancy, I didn't even go to my postpartum appointment, which again, that is postpartum depression, not doing the things you're supposed to do, talking yourself out of these really important like moments and appointments. Um, and I had a C-section. So like that was a really poor choice for me. <laughs> I should not have done that. Um, so if you are that person, please go to your appointment. It's very important. Um, right. But like they don't really go in depth and they don't really ask those questions. They check the paper sometimes, right? Because they don't even always look at the stupid paper. And then they're like, all right, cool. We're good to go. Um, and so that phone call was like really hard, really scary. I did not want to make it. Um, but I basically just like hit rock bottom. I knew it was now or never, right? Like I was either going to continue to decline and get so much worse. Um, my rage was going to get worse. My intrusive thoughts were going to get worse. My quality of life, right? Which then affects my kids and my husband. Um, and I'm thankful that I was able to recognize that and say, Hey, like, this is not, this is not normal, right? Like you don't have to feel that way. Um, and so if you're a mom and you're listening to this or you're a spouse or a friend, right? And you're noticing your friend's personality is different, right? They're very sad. They're not wanting to do the things that they love. Um, they feel a lot of guilt, right? They're, you know, moody. They're all over the place. Um, same thing, headaches, lack of sleep. And again, some of this is, you know, it goes hand in hand with just postpartum in general, right? So it can be hard to go in and like pull out the differences. Um, but like ask ask your friends how they're doing, right? Like when I'm talking to a new mom, whether it's one I know or someone I'm talking to on social media, right? Like I'll say, hey, your baby's so cute, right? Like congratulations. But my first question is always, how are you doing? How are you healing, right? Like how are you feeling? Because you're, you wanna open the door for them to be like, you know what, like, I actually don't feel good, right? Like something feels wrong, something doesn't feel normal. And they might not take you at the first like opportunity, but keep asking, right? Ask and ask and ask, because at some point they're gonna be like, okay, this person like genuinely cares about how I'm feeling and they want to help me, right? So they might feel comfortable telling you, hey, like this is actually how I'm feeling. These are the thoughts I've been ha having, right? And now they're opening the door to having that conversation and knowing that they're not alone. And that is a big reason why I use my platform um, in my coaching because I wish that I knew what postpartum depression was. I wish that I knew how deeply it like, it, it's like a parasite. It just, in it grabs on to the best parts of your life and it can so easily, you know, drown it out before you even realize that it happened. And so like my goal is to help other moms not experience that, right? Like I can't prevent you from getting postpartum depression, but if, if you can learn the signs right now, you can go forth and learn how to deal with it. Um, and that's like, I could do, I'll probably do a whole episode just on how I like deal with my postpartum depression because there are so many like intricate avenues and 
and tools that I like tap into. Um, but this is like learning how to identify, right? And and just knowing that like you can ask for help. It is okay to seek help. Um, 10 to 20% of all moms experience postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Um, and we even have some moms that have PTSD from childbirth. And um, if you've been seeing the news, right, there's been more information on like postpartum psychosis, right? Like there are so many, again, just avenues and it's like a deep web. But if you can get it right in the beginning, right, and you can get the help you need and get your systems in place and figure out how, you know, what path of healing is good for you, right, then you're going to be able to hopefully drastically um, decrease how intensely this affects your life. I'm obviously not a doctor um, or a medical professional, but I have had numerous kids. I've talked to hundreds of women. And so all of this information I've gathered is from my own research, my own experience, education, in in things like that. So um, just know that if you are struggling, it is okay to ask for help. If you've gone to the doctor and they've not listened, find a different doctor, right? Go through all of the avenues. There are so many different resources out there. Um, you're more than welcome to message me at any time, right? And we can talk through some of the things that maybe you're questioning or unsure of. You have, you have options. You have resources. There are different ways to educate and learn and i would love to be able to provide you with with some of those so if you are struggling and you're not sure what to do or you're not sure if what you're feeling is normal or a part of ppd or ppa right feel free to shoot me a message let's chat through some things and then go through and provide you with exactly what you need to help you get started um I'm very much an open book when it comes to my own experience because for me, that is liberating. That is part of my healing process. It might not be like that for you and that's okay. So it's just important to figure out what works better for you, what makes you feel good, um, and then go from there. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope it gave you a little bit of insight to what living with postpartum depression feels like if you're not sure. And if you are someone who listened to this and you're like, oh my God, yes, this is all the things I felt and more, right? Because there's so many things that I didn't even get to touch on today. But if you resonated with this at all, please, you know, shoot me a message. I'd love to connect with you and really just, again, give you that support, help you see that you're not alone. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit-ish Mama podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with your friends. Share it on Instagram and tag me so that we can become virtual besties. I can't wait to talk to you next time.